Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. And it is time for some March Madness. It is back. The FM 96 Small Town Tournament of 64. Presented by title sponsor Jim Smith from Sutton Select Realty. And last year's tournament was such a success, we've got more people wanting to show their support, including our friends from Holly Gully, Partridge Landscaping, and Maserati of London and Alpha Romeo of London. I actually understand the winning small town is going to have Jim and I rolling into town in a Maserati. Wow. <laughs> that we will not be getting to keep. <laughs> It'll be a loner, but these cars are unbelievable. If you're looking to treat yourself, look into a Maserati or an Alfa Romeo. You want a test drive. Even the test drive is a nice little treat. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. Okay. Little housekeeping here. Listen. During the morning, we give you the matchups. We tell you a little bit about the small towns. And then it's up to you to go online and vote. Winner moves on. If you don't get enough votes, there's no second chance. You're out of the tournament. The polling will end at 7 p.m. each weekday evening. So call your friends, your relatives, your neighbors, and get them to vote for your town if you want to move on. One small town will be named the greatest small town in the FM 96 listening area. Just like St. Mary's, Ontario was last year. And in our first matchup, out of the north, St. Mary's is defending their title, Jim. That's right, Taz. St. Mary's uh, is best known for winning the FM 96 March Madness small town (laughs) competition last year. Some say the cement plant put them on on the map, but I feel there's no concrete evidence for that. Will it rain supreme (laughs) again? Or fade back into obscurity and once again be simply known as that town between London and Stratford. Only time will tell for St. Mary's. They're up again in the first round against Ben Miller. Ben Miller, yes, yeah, sounds like the name of that kid that got cut from your hockey team and you never heard from again. But I assure you, that is the name of a small town best known for the Ben Miller Inn and Woolen Mill build- Building Home of the famous Woolen Ben Miller Blanket. Fun fact, that's what people in Goderich call a Dutch oven. The Ben Miller Blanket. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I friended my uh, Ben Miller from my hockey team on Facebook the other day. My childhood <laughs> hockey team. Well, he didn't make the team. That's right. <laughs> and out of the East, we've got another thrilling matchup here, Jim. Goebbels versus Ingersoll. Do not be tricked. Goebbels ain't no turkey. It's home of Dave Decker's auction center. So I'm going to use my auctioneer voice to rattle through all the amazing things you can see in Goebbels. Goebbels Country Store and Gas and the mighty Viking takeout food and pizzeria. That's it? That's it, Taz. (laughs) It's taking on Ingersoll. Haters may call it Ingerhole, but I like to call it Inger whole lot of fun. Try to hide your smile when you explore the Ingersoll Cheese and Agricultural Museum. Wow, that's a party. If you've got a burning for some churning, visit Ingersoll. (laughs) Okay, that's two number one seeds against some 16 seeds. You never know, the underdogs could pull it out. Matchup out of the south. 
Fingal, ranked number one versus Glencoe at 16. Fingal, just outside of St. Thomas, Taz. If you get 25% more in St. Thomas, you must get at least 38% more if you move to Fingal. Fingal is home to world-class Holstein breeding, so that means that all their cows are truly outstanding in their field. Breeders, welcome to Fingal, where our bulls are extra horny. <laughs> it took a second, but outstanding in their field. Well done. Glencoe is who Fingal is taking on here, home of the Glencoe Railway Station, an iconic location. But that means that basically every house in Glencoe is next to the railroad tracks. Home of Mills, No Frills, and Jin's Wicked Walk. And don't forget, Van Heck Funeral Homes, where their motto is, We'll bury you whether you're going to Van Heaven or Van Heck. (laughs) I love this. Okay. You live, you're from, you know someone who lives in one of those small towns, you want them to win, you get online to fm96.com now. We've also got out of the West, Delaware versus Oil Springs. Delaware, you should be aware of Delaware. Used to be a big tobacco town. Now their main export is speed at the Delaware Speedway. (laughs) According to Wikipedia, Delaware straddles the Thames River. So just like everyone else, Delaware doesn't want to actually touch the Thames River water. They're taking on Oil Springs. It sounds like a made-up town that Lightning McQueen lives in, but no. (laughs) Very welcoming to visitors. Unlike those pretentious elites up north in Petrolia, Oil Springs is home of the Oil Museum of Canada, the site of the first commercial oil well in North America. I found one review on Google for the Oil Museum from Paul, and it is the following, and I quote, We couldn't get into the museum because they closed early. Going to have to come back to check it out on a more reliable day seemed like a very nice setup, though, and I'm sure my review stars will change once I actually get to visit. Three stars. He still gave it three stars starts and he didn't get in. Out of five, not bad. Paul's a nice guy. (laughs) FM96.com. It is the FM96 March Madness Small Town Tournament of 64. The last day of winter. Tomorrow's the first day of spring. And we were uh, talking here about how some jobs, the outdoor jobs, people who are working those must be so excited for the nice weather to kick in. And we got on the, the subject of Garbage people, sanitary engineers. Well, we've got a former garbage man on the phone who wants to share a story. Go ahead. When I was a young man, I drove on the back of a garbage truck. We did out by Embro, Ontario, and New Hamburger. And this old fella, he could drive like nobody's business. He used to drive, drive dump truck. And we had a route. The faster you got done, you got a bonus at the end of the day because you were back on time before the landfill closed and everything. Uh-huh. And he, we hit a bump in the winter doing about 40, 50 K and I was hanging on the back and he looked out that back window and I was dragging just like we used to hang off the back of cars. And I was dragging up off this road and he literally got the truck stopped sideways and everything else. And he jumped out of the truck and he had coming down his pants. He was so scared. He thought he killed me. <laughs> but he, he actually pooped his pants. Oh yeah. Yeah, he couldn't believe it. He looked back, and he, he was so scared, and everything just released. By the time he come running back to me, he says, Oh, my God, are you all right? Are you all right? I says, No, 
like, I'm all right, but you're not. And he says, what? And I says, look at your bootleg. <laughs> and he went, that don't matter. Well, you are- the good thing is you're garbage men, so you could just say, oh, yeah, I picked up a bag and it it fell on my pants. Right? Oh, we went back. It, we went back to the shop, and he got showered up and stuff, and everything was everything was good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we hit, we hit a bump, and and uh, it was unbelievable. It was uh, it was when I was in my twenties, and it was a good job. And, and you weren't was, hurt at all. You're okay. Oh, I was. Like I said, when we were young kids back in the day, you used to run out in the winter and grab onto the bumper of a car and drag down the road, right? Yeah, you kind of bounce back at that age, when he, right? When he, when he hit that bump and, and my feet come off, there's a big stand on the back, eh? Yeah. And my feet come off it. It was like a graded. And my boots come off it, and I just hung onto the bar, and he looked in his rearview mirror and slammed on the brakes, and it was a bad snowy day, too. But, uh, Did you ever make fun of him uh, for pooping his pants? Did you tell the other guys at the shop? No, or no. That you kept no. that between the two of you until today when you decided to call the radio station and let everybody well, know. Well, I, did, I didn't say my name, and there's only a handful of guys that worked there back okay. in the day. It's, uh, it was waste management, but it was a subsidiary. Like, they bought them all out, but back in the year, early 80s. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. Well, see, the old fella had passed away since. Um, well, rest his know. soul. Yeah. Well, you, you know, hey, if someone's willing to poop their pants because they think they killed you, that's a, that's a sign that they truly care about you, right? Oh, we, we were close. He drove, like... 20, 30 kilometers over the speed limit all the time. But he was a fantastic driver. He knew what he was doing. He, he was just a, a good old fella. A Canadian classic rocker thinks it's too loud. Burton Cummings has an issue. Yeah, he lives in uh, down in Moose Jaw, downtown Moose Jaw, and he has, uh, over the course of the last little while, filed six separate noise bylaw complaints against Kyra Klassen, who owns Dance Fitness with Kyra. Uh, he lives next door and has made complaints about her music. She apparently was uh, trying to resolve the issue, but was unsuccessful, and he has continued to complain to the police and to the city. He lives above the dance studio, or Burton Cummings lives next to it? He lives in a residential building next door. In where? In downtown Moose Jaw. I always figured that Burton Cummings, just because he's from Winnipeg, I thought he lived in Winnipeg. He may have multiple properties. Isn't it weird for... You'd think he's kind of well off. Isn't it weird for a guy to be living above a dance studio? No, he or? lives next door. He, he lives in the whole... He owns the whole building next door. He oh, lives we in, in, in... We don't know if he owns it, they actually. They say he lives in a residential building next door. <laughs> Jim's Google Street Viewing, Burton Cummings' house now. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like a very nice spot. Like, it just looks like a random Normal small building. town building. Also, I mean, no, no offense to Moose Jaw, but it's a weird place to... To put up your feet. But a lot of these big-name celebrities will move to smaller towns because there's not a lot of people there, and you don't have a lot of people coming through, you know, and and once everyone gets used to the fact that you live there, they don't bother you anymore. Hmm. It's like the hip guys in Kingston. Like, everybody left them alone because... They knew him. Dan Aykroyd, you'd see him at the grocery store. But it's like if he Everyone was, leaves him alone because it's a small community. Everyone's used to seeing him. The, the buildings, though, are kind of like what you see like on, on Dundas, you know, where everything's all connected together. You can have like something above or it beside. It could be like, really slick in there, though. Like the, the, Don't let the outward appearances of this building be deceiving. Burton Cummings could have done a 
great reno gutted the inside of that building, and it could look fantastic. If in that's there. the case, then put up some soundproofing, bro. You know, you're living next to a dance studio. You're living downtown in all these buildings. Like, there's going to be noise. It's like when people move downtown London and complain about noise at bars. It's like you know where your house is located. Also, like, go back to your youth when you were, like, in your garage playing uh, playing your music, practicing. People, I'm sure, would complain about you being a little bit too loud, too early in the morning, too late at night. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of ironic. You, like, that you're, a rock you're, you're a rocker. Is, yeah. And now you're complaining about, about the noise. And every rock star from the 60s and 70s is basically deaf now. You know? <laughs> so how loud is this dance studio? Can you imagine Burton Cummings? Next door while that music's just thumping away. He's probably just sitting in his chair thinking, These ears are bleeding. These ears have heard a lot of songs, but they don't want to hear anything from the place next door. These ears. Burton Cummings had to call the police because he's come undone. <laughs> he couldn't deal with the noise no more. He should have moved next to a... Pillow store, <laughs> but it is too late. <laughs> Dance fit woman, turn your music down. Dance fit woman, I'm not messing around. I don't want to hear your songs no more. I can't go to sleep. I just want to snore. Dance with woman. I bet Randy Bachman loves this story. It's like, see, guys, I told you, Burton's a, he's a real particular guy. Never satisfied. Complains about everything. Uh, Judo's big success on the weekend. Uh, the broadcast was fantastic. It was so cool to be in the crowd. If you're at Budweiser Gardens, you got to see how it works, like behind the scenes, one of those big television productions. And boy, do they put a lot of money and effort and people into making one of those shows happen. Yeah, it's crazy, all the moving parts, the big crane cameras, the hype man in between the commercials. There was a lot. A, there was a lot going on there. Uh, Jim, you made my dreams come true this weekend, and I'm saying that sarcastically. Uh, a couple moments, you could see my giant head floating behind some of the presenters because we had uh, tickets right behind the, the Juno stage. So you could see my head on the CBC, on the Juno broadcast. And I mentioned yesterday that my concern with being on TV is like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to do something wrong and then become a meme on the internet. Well, Jim, after the show, decided to do some Photoshopping and you have made my giant white head mm -hmm. into a meme that will now live for eternity on the internet. Mm-hmm. Your face is now on Mount Rushmore. It's uh, on an iconic World War II <laughs> Navy guy kissing the nurse and yeah. on a Loch Ness monster. Tasmemia is in full force, basically. Tasmemia. And get a lot of retweets and a lot of Instagram likes there. Good for you. Hope you're having fun with that. A lot of people on our Facebook page are having fun with your hat, Taz. Oh, yeah, I know. And now everyone's <laughs> making fun of my hat. <laughs> well, what, what kind of hat am I supposed to be wearing? I've heard it before. 
a nice hat. I'm a bald man. It was not warm out. I need to wear something on my head. Do you? Why not just a baseball hat? Because it was a more formal event, right? You dress up a little bit. Is there an appropriate dressy hat I could be wearing? A top hat or a fedora, Taz. <laughs> Should I be wearing? The fedoras get as much hate. So the hat we're talking about, it's one of those... Uh, it's a bald guy hat. Bald guy hat. Like a newspaper boy style peaked brim hat. Yeah, like a beggar Vance. <laughs> Old 1920s <laughs> golf hat. Yeah, and I've been wearing, I've been wearing that kind of hat for years because I'm bald. And it, you need something on your head sometimes. Can you imagine if I didn't have my hat on? Like, h- how much I stuck out in that crowd with the hat on. If I didn't have the hat on, it would have been like the moon was floating <laughs> behind those people. Well, that's what Chris said on our Facebook page. RIP to those cameras if that hat ever comes off. Sun emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there would have been a glare coming off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I needed the hat on. Maybe it's just it's just a, a weird hat. Like, how come only bald guys wear that? I've seen I've seen non bald guys. It, it's kind of a dad hat, though. It's definitely a dad hat. A lot of dads wear those. A lot of craft beer lovers wear it. Apparently, Adam says that hat screams. I drink craft beer. <laughs> Kyle says they wouldn't allow him to present because of that hat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an okay hat. <laughs> There's a picture of us uh, on the side of an LTC bus. I'm wearing that hat. Nobody's ever sent us any hate about it, about the pictures on the bus. Well, there's one here. Monique's defending you, and she says, one hat jo- joke wouldn't have been enough, guys. <laughs> Taz, you look snazzy. Don't you dare take uh, those yeah. comments to heart. I, I, I don't know what you expect me to do. You got another one? Go for it. Yeah, Michael says, I once counted over 50 similar punk rock dad hats at a Dropkick Murphy show once. Everyone at the concert was wearing those hats, so I need to start hanging out at more Dropkick Murphy shows. Yeah, because it does have an Irish vibe to it, you know? It was St. Paddy's Day. If any day it's appropriate for me to be wearing that hat, it's St. Paddy's Day. Hi, FM 96. Taz, man, I gotta give you some support. I seen you with that hat on. I think it looks good on you, and it suits you. I don't think you should have any kind of a complex about that hat whatsoever, buddy. I'm I'm burning it as soon as I get home. <laughs> no. Well, what are you gonna replace it with? That hat looks good on right. you. Right. Suits you. Should I wear a toque? Like, should I be wearing a toque? Should I do like uh, the edge from you too, and wear yes. like the short toque thing, the longshoreman like type hat? Life Aquatic with the little thing <laughs> the rolled up. There. Yeah, yeah, maybe that one. <laughs> what are, the trues? I, I was talking to the trues on the weekend, and they were wearing some really funky hats. They had like they weren't cowboy hats, but they had the big brim, a velvet type, yes, with a with a feather suede or velvet. Yeah, like a like a real nice looking. Almost. Well, there you go. Find one of them. Well, I don't think I don't think I, it would suit me. Well, that's what I'm saying about the hat you wear. It suits you. It looks good on you. You you almost need to be in a band to pull off a hat like that. You know what I mean? Or yeah. you got to be like really cool or or really good looking. Well, you're it's saying you're not really cool, Taz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Johnny Depp, right? Johnny Depp wears some ridiculous hats, and they some of them look ridiculous on him. Too. Sure, but imagine how the much odd one looks cool. How much more ridiculous Johnny Depp's hats would look on me? If you're really good looking, you can get away with wearing stupid stuff, and nobody says anything because 
you're really good looking. Now you're saying you're yeah. not cool and you're not good looking? Yeah. You're yourself. Yeah. Today, bro. Well, I'm just going with what they're saying <laughs> on Facebook. Trying to get, I'm trying to give you some self-confidence, and you're bashing yourself. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. So give me suggestions. Don't just criticize. Give me a solution to the problem. If I shouldn't be wearing this hat, then what hat should I be wearing? Go ahead. Uh, I think you should go with a uh, top hat like Slash. <laughs> See, you need the hair. You need the curtains with the top hat. Well, not really. I think you'd look a little sophisticated. You know, that and a bow tie, I think you'd look all right. Yeah, okay. toss a monocle in the mix. Yeah, why so not? So you want me to dress like Mr. Peanut? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Keep the hat. Thank you. Mr. Peanut's bald, and he pulls off that look, right? <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Hey, Taz. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say that the hat you wear was always one that I plan to wear when I'm 65. Okay. Dad, Appreciate I, that. Okay. Um, my suggestion would be get something black because black always looks neutral. And uh, I think you'd look good in like a U.S. Marine sort of style hat. Get like black. a Marine hat? Like, like a, a beret? Mil- no, like the military style kind of short. It looks like a baseball hat kind of, but it's like a military cap. Yeah, yeah. It's got like a short yeah. beak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you can like bend the beak and yeah. it looks really cool. I bad. think you look good in that test. Okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe I'll just get a hair transplant. <laughs> Hi, FM 96. Hey there. Uh, I'm a dad and Irish and love the Dropkick Murphys. Keep the hat. <laughs> Keep the hat, bud. We need a... Uh, a dad hat support group here in <laughs> London. There you go. I, I love my hat, but everybody hates it. You know, haters, haters going to hate, right? Hatters going to hat. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.